millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, hustlers. We know that this 2024, the entrepreneurial journey is filled with challenges. An often overlooked aspect is the time-consuming task of processing payroll and managing government requirements. And did you know that the average admin spends a whopping 50 hours per month dealing with just government compliance? That's time you could be spending on growing your business, or let's be honest, taking a well-deserved break. But fear not, we got a game changer for you, introducing Sprout Solutions and their tailored solutions for MSMEs called the Payroll Starter. With Sprout Solutions Payroll Starter, you can finally reclaim your time and get your life back on track. Say goodbye to the stress of remembering tax dates or worrying about missed payroll runs. This bundle is designed to make your life easier and your business more efficient. And here's the best part. The cost starts just at 5,000 pesos per month for businesses with up to 10 employees. Yep, you heard that right. That's just 5,000 pesos per month. So why spend another minute routing in payroll paperwork when Sprout can revolutionize the way you manage your payroll and government requirements? Take the first step towards a more efficient business today. Visit sprout.ph slash payroll starter monthly 5k. If you missed that, don't worry. We have it in the description box of this episode. So click that too. And again, big shout out to Sprout Solutions because your time is too valuable to be spent on paperwork. Reclaim it with their payroll starter. Now let's begin this episode. The Hustle Share podcast is brought to you by PDAC. PDAX is a homegrown cryptocurrency exchange that offers the best rates among local cryptocurrency exchanges. Download the PDAX app now on the Google Play Store, App Store, or Huawei App Gallery. Start trading Bitcoin, Ethereum, and other cryptocurrencies for as low as 50 pesos by signing up on podlink.co slash hustleshare PDAX. Also powered by Podmachine. The simplest way to grow and edit your podcast. Sign up now at podmachine.com and use the code HUSTLESHARE to get one free edit. Pursue your dream. You have to see clearly your dream, okay, your plans, and you have to believe in yourself. Welcome to HUSTLESHARE. The podcast that features the daily grinds of unique hustlers around the world to show not our differences, but that our hustles are very much alike. Now here's your host, Ronster Beitiong. Welcome to the latest episode of the Share Podcast. I'm so excited again because for the first time in a very long time, we're talking to an OG business person that is now outside of the startup bubble that we have been living in. Um, just a, a few years ago, again, just if you look back at our best episodes, it's always the moguls. It's always the the ones that really built businesses from the ground up that have scaled, that have been our best episodes here. So just to name a few, Joe Mag, Ernest Koo, just check it out. There's a bunch of them. This is, we have three years worth of content we can talk about. 
But today, it's another one of those episodes because we're gonna have the founder of Tokyo Tempura, Mr. George Winicky! George! Oh my God! Hello! Hello, hello! Thank um, you so much. Good morning, good evening, and thank you so much for having me in this uh, show today. Thank you for being here. And again, big shout out first to the people that made this happen, to our beloved sponsors, PLDT Homebiz, that made us connect. Because if not, I'd just be eating your tempura. I'm a big fan, by the way. <laughs> thank you um, so but I'd never have a chance talking to you, and they're the ones that bridge this together. But before I get carried away, George, I need to ask you the million-dollar question. George, what's your hustle? Well, I'm into food business and franchisee. I'm uh, one of the founders of Potato Corner way back in 1992. And in 2012, after selling my share, I created one, which is Tokyo Tempura, located in all your favorite malls in Metro Manila, or uh, not Metro Manila, the whole Philippines. Yes, again, affordable and great tempura is uh, is a, is a, is a product and the legacy of Mr. George Finicky. But before I get carried away as well, again, this is gonna be an amazing story. I already know, but you don't know. We are very high tech here because I need you to buckle up. So we're gonna have to go all the way back and find your origin story because we're gonna have to ride the hustle share time machine. <laughs> Sorry, I was I wasn't going full speed because gas is a hundred pesos per liter. <laughs> this is a petrol. This is a petrol time machine. Eh? I wasn't able to get the electric one yet. All right, so George, again, very very honored to have you on the show. And you know, businessmen like you who really built multiple businesses and have done success, we all know that that doesn't happen if you didn't have great influences growing up. Do you recall what's your first few hustles and who were your biggest influence um, doing business while you were still a kid? Okay, that was a nice question and a very hard question to answer. <laughs> Actually, Ron, okay. Uh, during the early days of my life, there was already signs. There was mm. already signs of me being an entrepreneur in the future. Mm-hmm. You know? I uh, started selling uh, gagamba, you know, schools, <laughs> you know, I uh, started selling kalapate, mm-hmm. and then at the same time, also the text. I don't know if you still remember the text. I okay. am 34, so <laughs> well and well aware of how that pectus okay. needs oh, to be mm-hmm. you know? Well, it all boils down to the need. There was a need. Uh, there was a dream. Okay? And then, um, I remember why I did sell the Kagamba because I wanted to purchase something nice, some an expensive toy during that time. I call mm-hmm. it the Voltes Five Robot. Do remember the Voltes Five? Yes, robot. let's bolt in. There you go. But, but Ron, um, I tell you, my my my, my I drool, okay, with my Kapit Bahai every time I see them play with their Voltes Five because I cannot. My parents cannot afford. Uh, to buy the Voltus 5 for me. So what I did was I I sold everything. I normally I look for things to sell 
to earn money to buy that uh, that toy that I wanted. That's why I always tell my class the the the, the driving force to success is really pain. Okay, pain, really, it, it's the driving force of everything, pain. What is the natural reaction of a person experiencing psychological pain? Okay. You know, normally we look for things, we look for remedies, we look for a resolution to get out of that pain. So those are little pains, huh? those are petty pains you know, as a kid. You know, you, know you, wanted, you wanted a nice toy, but you cannot, uh, you cannot get it. So you have to look for ways to, to, to get what you want. And, and I think that was the, the foundation of me being an entrepreneur. Uh, I also believe the entrepreneur, acquiring entrepreneurship in your system is really through the blood. Okay? Through the blood. Uh, yung iba kasi dyan, instant entrepreneur lang because nag-ride on. No? Nag-ride on, nag-invest. But they cannot create the, the they cannot create the first concept to another concept as a victory. So trophies yan, mga trophies. So that, that is my early days. Um, as I grew up, you know, become mature, the petty the petty things became not anymore a petty. I remember, I remember, I went through all the projects or all businesses that failed before potato corner. Uh, when, I, when I got married at an early age, you know, hirap ng buhay, you know, people are telling me, ang ahaga mo ng pakasal, it's not good, uh, people are telling my family, um, you know, masasakit na salita, di ba? Mga painful words na nagdagdag ka pa ng nagdagdag ka pa ng tao sa bahay ninyo, hindi ka pa nahihira, hindi ka pa nahihira sa tatay mo, etc. Those things. So, you know, I just told myself that just you wait and see. One of these days, I'm gonna create something. So that was the ignition. That was the ignition for me to really think of a business. Okay, so it was uh, 1992. I was so frustrated. I was working for an ad agency at that time. Oh, you were I corporate. Working. I was corporate. Okay. So I or I'm, uh, used to work with uh, McCann Erickson. Oh, wow. And Linda Slow. I think it's during that time, it was uh -huh. just 3,500. Oh, my God. How much milk? Diet wear at the time. Can't even I, buy a good tempura with that, too. Oh. Yes. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's so, it's so, it's so challenging. And yeah. it was really tough at that time. But, you know, instead of, uh, you know, crying, instead of, you know, magmukmuk, minum, magalit sa buso, you know, I, so I told myself, I'm going to create some projects. I'm going to create a business that will give me financial stability for my family. Yeah. So it was a, it was a, it was a holy week, Ron. Okay. Um, I just came from a shootings, and uh, I met this guy. He, this model guy of close-up commercial at that time. Okay. Uh, when I saw him, he was he was driving a light ace. Okay. Light ace with a nice mug, with a gooseneck CD player. 
Oh. Okay. At that time, kasi para halos mo ka at saka naka CD player sa kotse mo, mayaman ka, di ba? Social. Social, di ba? He went to me, he got this big plancha, I thought it was a plancha, but it was a cell phone. It was a cell phone. What? Oh, yes, right. it was the first time I saw a cell phone with this guy. You know, PLDT yun ah. Piltel, mm. okay. Oh, there you go. Shut up, oh. shut up. <laughs> I was looking at him. I was so curious. Drawn curious, not curious. Ako. I had to ask him. So what do you do aside from modeling? And he told me, I have a cart business, which is a flavored, flavored popcorn. Oh, wow. Really? So tell me about that flavored popcorn. Parang, dinidelay ko yung shooting just to get and information <laughs> in this guy. And yeah. then, I'm just so lucky that he's very, very generous in sharing his stories. Wow. Okay. My new Ron, during that time, in the uh-huh. early 80s, okay, uh, during the 80s and the early 90s, it is right. taboo to tell and to share yep. your success. Okay. Yep. Because Everybody's they always tell it to the oh, chest. Oh, oh, great secret yan, but you share. Right. You know? So I, he was so generous to tell me that I am earning 90,000 net a month. In the 90s, that's a fortune. Well, I mean, that's really big. I mean, for me, 90,000 net a month. So I was really shocked and curious. Uh-huh. I was thinking if he can do it, I can do it too. Yes. So again, I asked him the second question. So you told me 90,000 a month. So wala na ba dyan yung schooling, groceries, kuryente, everything, uh-huh. and the utilities, all you need in the house? And he answered me, yes. Oh my God. You mean 90,000 is your surplus? Profit. Yep. Yeah. Surplus na yun. Wala na dun yung rent a house. Pagkain ng house and everything. If I'm going to compare it with my salary at that time, the surplus of my salary is 500 pesos every 15th of the month. Oh my so God. We're going to have to live off of that. Oh, oh. So 500 pesos. Oh my God. I have to budget 500 pesos for 15 days. And this guy has 90,000 pesos. So my God. Anong gagawin ko? So he told me about the business. So, the whole time during that shooting day, my mind was not in my work. It was in his story. So I went home. I went home. I went home, packed my things because we're going we're going to Batangas for the Holy uh, Halloween uh, Holy Week break for the Halloween Holy Week break. No? So I was asking my wife, we need to create a concept, a business concept that will duplicate his story. So I was I was in Batangas doing things in a toilet toilet paper. I was writing down the concept paper in the toilet paper uh, toilet paper in Batangas. So all of a sudden, prior to going to Batangas, a week prior to meeting that guy, I brought my family to Coney Island. Okay. There was a Coney Island in the Philippines. Yeah, not in New York. Oh, oh not, not in New York. In the, in the 80s and 90s, there was yep. a Coney Island. And they were selling French fries 
And I saw there was a pow, ano, there was a cheese powder that you can put it in your french fries. So it gave me the idea of creating potato corner. So oh, I told my wife, why don't we put up a business, bring potato corner in a cart, like the popcorn, put some flavoring on it. You know, you have sour cream, cheese, and barbecue. And then after the whole time I was in Batangas, Holy Thursday, Holy Friday, Holy Saturday, when it's time for me to go back home, I called up my late partner, Danny Bermejo. Dan, okay, I'll go to your house. Happy Easter. I have a great business proposition. Let's do this. Got it. Dan told me, partner, Sigi Gate, because I don't, la- I don't like my life also now. So both of us got married at an early age. Mm. So I went, I went to his house. This is the story. This is the concept. And he said to me, let's do it. So as we, as we conceptualize working on this, we're talking to people, you know, we end up, we end up thinking, how do we fry French fries? That was the biggest question that we had. Me and Danny Bermel. Nice. And uh, I told Danny, you know, um, we need to look for friends who can teach us the right temperature and the right uh, cooking method for French fries. It's the Danny, friend uh, that uh, you're talking to or talking about is the one that we, we've had here before or a different friend? Well, not yet. Hindi pa siya And uh, I told him, why don't we invite the person who had who has this flavored popcorn business? Ah, so okay. we invited Ricky Montenegro for a coffee and proposed to him uh, the concept and asked him to be a partner. Wow. Oh, umaga, I was one. Then I we were two. Then we are now three. Okay. So he was giving us some inputs. Mm-hmm. He was there ahead of us. He knows mm-hmm. how to apply. He knows how to operate, etc. So I have the concept. Danny Bermejo has the, the, the determination and the perseverance. Yep. So um, Ricky Montelibano has the experience how to run a kiosk business. Yep. So we were. We were meeting every Friday. The reason why we meet every Friday because all of us are still employed. Right. Side so hustle. Friday, oh, side so hustle. Friday, Friday night is potato corner conceptualization night. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you know, Ricky brought his flavored uh, flavoring to test the french fries. Again, yeah. we end up again with a technical problem. How do we cook perfect french fries. Yep. So Ricky suggested, I have a brother-in-law. Oh, okay. That works for Wendy's. Yep. Why don't we invite him for a meeting just to explore? Maybe we can get him as a consultant. Mm. So we met. We met in Paco in Ricky's house. It was a beautiful night. We have beers, barbecue. We had uh, we brought in our wives together, and then um, it was a very productive meeting. Mm-hmm. And then um, 
Ricky told me, oh, do you want him to be invited into to the group? Mm-hmm. And then Danny Bermejo ah, talked to me. Okay, he said, George, let, uh, I want to talk to you. So, so Dan said, would you like him to be the fourth man of uh, this project? Sabi ko, pwede. Sabi ko, pwede. Anyway, the four of us have the same pain that we're feeling now. Okay? We got married at an early age. Right. A good start. We don't, have, we don't have financial stability. And the dream is to provide house, food, education, okay, for the family. So, let's invite him. Okay na yan. Sabi niya, sabi ni Dan, sure ka? I'm sure now. I'm sure about it. Let's invite him. <laughs> so we went back. We went back. Sabi niya, oh, sige. Why don't you be partners with us? Okay. And he said, oh, yes, sige. Thank you. Thank you for trusting me. Mm. So he became partner. So every Friday, we still continue mm-hmm. the meetings. So it was already a complete formula. Mm-hmm. A concept, okay, the creativity, the, ima- the imagination of George Willity. The perseverance, the determination of Danny Bermejo, mm-hmm. the experience and money of Ricky Montilivano because mm-hmm. I have pera initially. And of course, the technical expertise of Magsaysay, of Joe Magsaysay. Wow. So it was Mount Rushmore type of vibe there. These are like superstar poor horsemen. Uh, so game, we were doing, we were doing uh, our assignments. We were mm-hmm. focused already in growing it. Of course, I don't want to discredit the people who help Potato Corner really grow or yeah. jumpstart. First of all, is my late grandfather, my late uh, father-in-law. Wow. So, he was really instrumental. Two yeah. things he did for Potato Corner. Right. Number one, he got us a supplier of French fries from the U.S. Of course, yes. Because my father-in-law is working for Central Bank. He's the director for oh. import-export. I okay. import-export that. So, all the importer of imported French fries dumadaan sa kanya. Remember, Ron, during that time also, you will not see frozen French fries in the grocery or divisoria. Oh, yeah. No, at that time. To manually do it. Oh, yeah. Manually do it. You cannot use the, the local potato. They're too small. They're too small <laughs> and they have water. Kaya nagsasagi yes. yes. 90% water, 10% vegetable. When you yep. fry it, it absorbs the mantika, the oil, and mm-hmm. then after a few minutes, nagsasagi yan. So you yep. cannot. It's impossible to use local potatoes. And then the other one is we were able to create the whole concept of ready the, the prototype store Mm-hmm. Okay, location. We were disapproved in SM. Oh no. Oh, oh no, really. It was really uh, heartbreaking news. Uh, we love your concept, but frying is not allowed in the mall. Yeesh. Oh not my now, God. Definitely. Oh, oh my God. We were all disappointed. Parang end of the world na namin. After six months of you know, making this uh-huh. concept into reality. Uh, we end up with a disapproval of our concept in the moment. Yeah. So I talked to my father. My father wrote Desi Poson, the late Henry a letter. And after two days, 
SM called us, gave us the first site in Mega Mall. Mega. In front of the entrance of the department store. Okay? Building oh, uh, B. 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 Uh, yes. Building B. Okay? October 15. Okay? 1992. It was the birthday of my father. We ate dinner first. Danny and I ate dinner first in the house. And after that, we all went to Mega Mall for the setups in the evening. Wow. We, went, we all went home at 3 a.m. in the morning. Wow. We woke up early because we were so excited. We were all there in Mega Mall. The whole, the whole barangay was there, you know. And people started buying the product. People started lining up for the product. And before the operation, I was jokingly asked my partners, Oh, gustahan tayo, how much is the sales for the day? Oh. One cent, two thousand. One cent, one five. One cent, uh, five thousand. And guess how much is the first sale? 10K? No. What? Oh my God! Oh, so I that was a beautiful story. And Amazing. Of course, Potato Corner is our master's degree right. in business. Yep, I agree. Again, during that time, there was no institution offering entrepreneurship program or even school. Yeah. Later on, na lang yung mga aim aim na yan. Okay, of course. Along the way, you'll have uh, you'll have different challenges, sourcing mm. out, operation, encourage, uh, right, uh, interrelationship, you know, um, disagreement with the idea as you grow. So, it went from one store, it went to one hundred plus stores. Yep, yep. And that's the story of Potato Corner, brothers and sisters. <laughs> that is the gospel. But before I, we take our first break, a couple of things that I really want to find out. Because a lot of startup entrepreneurs or uh, a lot of entrepreneurs really start with the same pain you talked about, George, which is I have this pain. And majority, especially if you're given this much financial responsibility at a young age, whether you're the breadwinner or you have a young family that you have to support and being corporate isn't enough. You're you, a lot of people dabble into that idea like, hey, can I do this as a side hustle? Do I do a racket and have a stable income? Uh, and then, then eventually they'll be at that, 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 that precipice or that cusp to decide, do I go all in or do I go, you know, stay here and just do the racket uh, business? But for you, you obviously took the the route of going into business full on no though you did this as a side hustle what was the trigger point because a lot of young fathers young mothers now are probably in the same and they're uh, in the same situation and they're listening to this episode and it's going to be important to know what factors led you to really go all in because i understand that as a breadwinner and if you really need to feed the family, you cannot have a down month or a down quincenas because people are gonna go. Uh, people are gonna go really, really um, hungry, especially if there's mouths to feed. Well, Ron, uh, the trigger point really is 
that you cannot afford to support your family. Mm. It hurts you to see okay, that you cannot provide much for your family. Yep. That was the trigger point. The other trigger point that I can go full-time as an entrepreneur is my wife was employed. Okay. There's so there's someone there was there was an anchor. Okay? okay. So we we planned it. I told my wife, I'm going to resign from work. Okay, and be a full-time entrepreneur. But you also built your career in the advertising agency, which my wife did. Okay, she started as an account executive and then became supervisor, became group head became vice president, and became president of a multinational advertising agency. So she did also wow. well in that career. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that was the agreement. Sige, ang hirap ng buhay, you know, just, to, just for people to picture how hard it is. Pare, Lord, yep. I always hide I always hide during the 15th and the 30th. Okay? <laughs> because kulang pambayad ko sa mga may kinutangan ko. Oh, no. Okay? I know there was a, also a time that I had to use the exit just to avoid somebody because I owed that somebody. Oh, no. Okay? You have to ask money or beg for money for your for the gatas or the milk of your baby at that time. Oof. Okay? So, do you want that life? Yeah. Oh, I said no. I, I will try to get out of that situation. So the trigger point is the psychological pain that you are experiencing. And then the other trigger point is the assurance that there will be an anchor, which is my wife's career. So that was really in the in the in the nineties. That was the decision. That was the factor I decided to go full time. But it took me a while. It was really a hard decision to be full-time. Why? During the time, I asked my boss, okay, Mr. Wally Reyes, okay. President of Lindas, I told him, Sir, I'm going to resign because I'm going to put up a business. Okay. And he told me, can you, stay, can you please stay for at least six months because I have plans for you. I will promote you. Yeah. So I okay. was torn. I was really torn. You know, mm-hmm. I was really torn between being an entrepreneur and getting that position. Imagine right. the youngest man home of a multinational. Ooh. Multinational. So Sabia, you're going to be the audiovisual director. Okay? You'll be managing, you know, fifteen people under your wing. Wow. So Ron, Sabi ko, wow, wow, my dream was to have my own car park slot with my name So, I talked to my partners. I said, okay with you guys. Uh, I'll take on the weekend and the holidays, okay, for only six months. So I, I, I don't want to burn bridges. Of course. Please, my boss. And... For six months, ganun ang ginagawa ko. Although, minsan, sinasabi ko sa opisina, may shooting ako, pero andun ako sa tindahan. So, <laughs> just, so, just wait and I don't go to Mega Mall or Vira Mall. Or uh, oh, uh, so, so yeah. again, uh, that was the, ano, 
that was the the platform. That is amazing. So, and that's that's the importance of having really great co-founders that understand. Because if you were alone and if you didn't have the right partners around you, everything's going to be in your plate, and that decision is going to be harder to take. Because now it's really A or B. You can't yep. do 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 both now. That's very amazing. And then we uh, let's take our first break, and then we come back. Let's now talk about how you built the next empire, Tokyo Tempura. It was an amazing start already. But let's talk about that more after the break. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Hey guys, I have a very, very exciting opportunity I want to share with you guys. If you're a B2B startup founder, listen up. Your ticket to growth is here. Introducing Impact 24, the Philippines' largest B2B SaaS challenge. Calling all startups in their pre-launch, pre-seed, or seed stages. This is your chance to accelerate your growth. Submit your pitch to Impact 24 and get ready for a 10-week intensive program to elevate your solution. What's in it for you? How about up to 500,000 pesos in MVP project support, exclusive credits from industry partners, personalized mentoring, and a shot to pitch at SASCon PH, the country's biggest SAS conference this April. But yo, you gotta hurry up because submissions close on January 26, 2024 already. Don't miss out on this opportunity to take your startup to new heights. Apply now at saschallenge.ph. That's saschallenge.ph. And good luck, and I'll see you guys in Impact 24. And we're back to the break. We are still with George Winicky again. It's an amazing story. Who told us how he was able to to again build Potato Corner from the ground up with such high stakes? It's never easy to. Create a business when you're a breadwinner. I understand this fully, um, but one thing I did not have, which is I'm so amazed of, because I was a little stubborn because I wanted to be a solo founder. Now I thought th- there, there's any there's gonna be something special if you're just solo, but the more I realized, and I was started really young. I didn't have kids. Still don't have kids. Um, it's hard to do things alone, and one thing uh, what I've learned is that. Business is a ste- business is a team sport. You cannot win alone, right? And you do, you really can't call your, call what you do a business if you don't involve and trust people that are also equally as talented or even better than you. And that's my first question that I wanted to ask. You've had three headstrong, amazing co-founders. If you didn't have the right chemistry in place, Potato Corner would not have made it. To what it is, right? But I know it's not as easy as it looks because you guys are headstrong. You guys have, you know, pretty sure powerful personalities. You see things differently. 
But in the end, you made it work and we made it a real empire. Walk us through the dynamic of how it went from when you were just starting out and how you let everybody shine in their own right. Again, since it's a team sport. Um, and if there are um, disagreements, how did you um, solve them? Okay, Ron. Actually, Ron, it's not really a walk in the park. Definitely not. Uh, uh, yes, it has its own advantages to have right. partners. You know, you have you have a teammate. Um, for us, it was quite hard because we were all young. Yes. You know, if you're young, you're very aggressive. You're very idealistic, and sometimes you don't want to hear no. You don't yes. want you don't want the rejection mm -hmm. of your ideas. But we tried our best uh, to really achieve the goal. Okay. The formula of uh, the success of that partnership was really looking at the goal, the end the game. The star. Oh, the end game of this project, the purpose of this project, the purpose yeah. of putting up this business. And of course, there was a, there was a really a disagreement. You know, I remember Danny Bermejo having a disagreement with Joe Magsaysay. You know, all of us, we all have our toyos. You know, our moods. You know. um, <laughs> one thing nice about me is that I'm more the creative guy among the four. Uh, I love discovering things. I celebrate small victories. I, I'm very curious. So in terms of departments, yeah. I have my own world. Ako creative to the purpose. And the yeah. purpose makes us one again. Yes. And um, as you said, is it okay to have a partner or, or to be alone? Okay. I I am now I, I went to both. Okay. Uh, I went to both. And um, I think if you're still young, I would suggest that you get a partner. Yes, I agree. Totally. Uh, if you're young. If you're young. But you have, if you have gathered already a lot of wisdom, yes. a lot of experience, I think being alone is also okay. Absolutely. I am now alone. And, um, you know, learning from all the mistakes in the past, all the conflicts in the past, you can now handle things as, uh, as, a, as a single as, owner or single founder. And a seasoned entrepreneur at that. Because one thing I did when I was starting out again, Fresh off the gates, took up entrepreneurship in UST, solo founder. I didn't, well, one thing that I really learned in retrospect, right, that it requires a lot of self mastery as well, that you have to really identify your superpower as a founder. What, what are you irreplaceable with that when, if you push comes to shove, you're the only guy who can get that job done? The rest you compensate by surrounding yourself with the right co founders. 
or the right employees if you can afford to do that. And that requires a lot of self-mastery as you go along, right? And also a lot of humility to understand that, you know what, I cannot be the best in everything, but I can best on certain things that regardless of any business, I'll be able to contribute well at that. For you, George, what do you think was your superpower that uh, applied in Potato Corner that you're also still able to bring in with Tokyo Tempura when you were starting it out? Well, actually, that's a nice, again, that's a nice question. My superpower is really my innovation mindset. Mm. My, imagine, my imagination, my creativity. Um, Ron, uh, hindi chamba ang paggawa ko ng konsepto ng Potato Corner. Yep. Because after Potato Corner, I was hired by a Chinese guy to help him conceptualize Waffle Time. Oh, that was you too. I'm sure you know Waffle Time. Of course, okay. I got along because of those things. <laughs> I mean, for me, that's a second trophy I created. I'm like a painter. I just like to create and see them on the wall. You know, I see people eating French fries. I see the packaging of French fries in in the trash can or on the table. It makes me really feel so proud. You know, people Maybe. who buy waffle time, you know, and, and I see waffle time expanding, again, makes me very, very proud. Mm. After waffle time, I did also Tokyo Tempura in mm. 2012. Okay? And every time I, I hear people talking about Tokyo Tempura, it gives me a certain feeling, a high feeling. God. And I didn't start, and didn't stop in Tokyo Tempura. I'm pretty much sure you you are familiar with Maxi Mango. Of course, I love it. Again, Merienda um, of the week. There you go. Oh, right? So those are the concepts, and, and that is my strength to innovate, to tweak, okay, and to launch a idea into reality. Amazing, and so, that's in in startup land. We call that zero to one. Basically, how 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 do you go from literally zero with just an idea to creating something, a product that's something that you can now go from one to ten and ten to one hundred, right? But if there's something that I really want to to find out, so of course of course we all know the success story, Potato Corner, but we're here to talk about Tokyo Tempura. Were there things you did differently since you know now what it takes? And again, you've done it with Potato Corner. We've done it in in waffle time to help someone out but were there different things that you did differently when you started tokyo tempura that probably helped you accelerate faster because you already have the playbook pretty much what were those okay. things okay ron as i said earlier the driving force to success is pain okay brothers and sisters if you're listening i will tell you already the question you're asking yourselves I'm pretty much sure you're asking this question. Why did you sell your share in Potato Corner? Mm. Okay. Yes, I will must I must admit okay. and be honest with you, it was a wrong decision. Mm. It was a wrong decision. It was based on emotional decision. Oh. You know, during that time my mother died. After a year, my partner died. Oh, and no. uh, we were also having conflict in the board at that time. So everything was not really nice to see. Okay. Yeah. 
So I told myself, sige na, I, I, I'll cash in. But it was really a mistake. Malit lang nakuha ko doon. Super late lang. Yeah. Okay. So I said to myself, I was, I'm, I'm just going to teach entrepreneurship and share the wisdom okay, of entrepreneurship to those people who needs wisdom. Okay. Yeah. So I dedicated myself to mentoring and creating kalye negosyo, etc. Kaya lang, every time I talk in class, I always use the story of Potato Corner, which is my past. Yeah. So there was a missing link. So I'm not really preaching what, uh, I'm not really practicing what I preach. Makes sense. Not, I'm, I, don't, I don't belong anymore to Potato Corner. I'm just in the beginning. Right. Okay. And then, all of a sudden, Potato Corner came up with a news that they're going to the U.S. Yep. So, mas masakit. Wow, shit. Okay. And then my son, I heard, I overheard them talking about Potato Corners in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Bakit binenta ni dad? Sayang. Mm-hmm. And Ron, it was really a sharp knife hitting your heart. Yeah, I can imagine. And, you know, I talked to them. Sabi ko, guys, listen to me. I promise you, we're going to build a concept that will be like Potato Corner. And you mm-hmm. will be with me in this concept. Got it. Okay. So, they said, no, it's okay, Dad. Sorry, you were just talking about it. No, but I promise you. So, in 2012, I saw people, I observed the market. 2012, the buffet, buffet, buffet. You know, I, I saw people eating um, okyo tempura. I saw people eating tempura. Okay? Yep, the Japanese wave. The Japanese, you know, the Filipino loves to eat tempura. But the problem is, I need to address their problem, their irritants. The irritants is, one, it's expensive. Number yeah. two, it's not available everywhere. Diba? So again, sabi ko, okay, if I can only address those irritants or wish list of the market, mm-hmm. I could probably create a winning concept. Nice. And I do believe among among the four partners, I am a creator and mm. I can make things into reality. No matter what, okay? I will make things into reality. Right. Marami, marami kang pera, ang dami-dami mong pera, but you are, you don't use your imagination. Use this yung pera mo. Right. Okay? Lagay mo na lang sa, sa mga patak-patak mo na lang kung anong investment yan. <laughs> oh. So again, sabi ko, I'm going to do an affordable tempura. So I did the research, research on the, the kind of shrimp, etc. I had people, I had my 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 best friend chef created my own butter mix. So nice. we launched it in Santa Lucia. You know, but Ron, the first year of Toko Tempura was not a success. Oof. On the first year, I I opened ten. On the second okay. year, I had to close five. Ouch. Uh, oh, so were they all yours or franchises also? Those are mine. Those oh, no. are mine. You know, 10 stores. At the end of one year, I had to close it. I had to close the five. Okay. These, are the, these are the stage. You mix and match the market. Looking okay. for the right target. Na na. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then, a miracle happened on the second year. Okay. What's the miracle? The miracle was <clears throat> an old friend of mine 
PM me on Facebook. And he told me, partner, I am so broke. My batchmate from the U.S. is just sending me barrias or money because I am broke. Oh, and man. I'd love to have your business, Tokyo Tempura. Wow. And I told him, do you have a site? Yes, I have a site in Marikina. My site now, my business now, is selling vintage things, which my classmates are buying it for me in the U.S. And she ship nila dito. Huh? So, naghahanap ako ng basura, inaayos ko, and I sell them. But it's not everyday people will buy. Hmm. I don't have money to franchise your business. I told him, no, let's see each other tomorrow. I'll go to your place. The moment I saw the place, it was in the high traffic area. It was in Lilac. During that time, Lilac is becoming a food hub in Marquina. So I told him, <clears throat> I'll give you a free franchise. I'll take care of the counter. I'll take care of the equipment. It's all yours. So we opened. After 30 days, we opened the store and I introduced the first Anli Tempura in the country. Wow! Sabi niya, pare, manulugi ako, Anli yan, etc. Pag nalugi ka, I'll take care of the nalugi. Just allow me to test this because I always believe, you know, we should challenge all the assumptions. Okay. Okay? Hindi pa tayo nag-uumpisa, tatapakot tayo, baka malugi, etc. Mm. Puro baka, baka. Parang yung sinasabi yan, baka. Pilipino, mahilig sa baka, kaya may high blood. <laughs> diba? So let's challenge the assumption and let's define tradition. Ano mm. Hindi tayo natin yan. So after opening, after five minutes, pare, it became a word of mouth. People started blogging it. Then, napika pa ng GMA na may anli tempura. And then, all of a sudden, you see lines. And then, you had to reinforce it with friars. You had to reinforce it with barangay tanod because it's causing traffic. <laughs> That's so, amazing. So, that was a miracle. After that, my other store sales went up. And then, here comes the entry of the food fart era. Wow. Okay? Food fart era. Every food park operator wants me in their food park. I became wow. the flagship of the food park during that time because of my anli. But, okay, we were doing very well in the food park. Okay, on the, on the, in the middle of the first year of the year of the food park, okay. I had to think, I had to think fast to bring my concept in the traditional location, which is the mall. Yes. Uh, it was a good move. Why? After three years, nawala yung food park. Yep. Everything is was, gone. Everything was gone. And I was in a mall already. Uh, my jumping board in creating the brand is the food parks. And then, Ron, you know, 2012, 2013, 14, 15, 16, 17. Nagkaroon pa ako ng bonus. What is my bonus? Tokyo Tempura has won the most prestigious award in the Philippines, which is the Agora. Amazing! It was, it was, it was our dream in Potato yeah. Corner to win the Agora. Every year we were dreaming. And 
guess what? In 2017, I was surprised. It was a gift from God. Great job. Amazing. Congratulations about uh, for that. But I wanted to ask, but these are all wins. But somewhere down within that uh, within that stretch, in between wins, and I'm pretty sure you probably have this too. When you're winning, everything's good. But at the back of your mind, you get paranoid too. <laughs> Wait, like I know this is not going to be forever, right? During those times where they always say it, you don't repair the roof while it's raining, right? You repair when you're winning. And again, it shows now the type of moves you pretty much um, predicted that the food park era is going to be temporary and you already made that move way ahead when, it, when the bubble burst. But were there second thoughts and doubts that you were battling with during that stretch? And how did you overcome those, even if you were winning? Actually, Ron, every day as you start your business, okay, as you make your idea into reality, there will be challenges along the way. Yeah. And you should really expect that already. It's not really a, a fun ride or a fun journey. Because we see the happy side of entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. But there is also the dark side of entrepreneurship. It's an iceberg. Right? Oh, there's also a dark side. The dark side is you're on your own. Yep. You have no more boss or superior to support you. You're, you have to decide immediately. Mm-hmm. And the accountability is all yours. Yep. And those are the package of being an entrepreneur. Right. Okay. You deal with different kinds of people, corrupt people, bobo people, super intelligent <laughs> people, you know, all-knowing people, yep. you know, you deal with your, you, you deal with your employees, right. you know, emotional problems with your employees, you deal with abusive employees, you, you, you deal with, you know, uh, kawatan employees, so dami nun. Yeah. And expect that those are the setbacks that you will encounter in making your dream business come true. Yeah. I always create a culture of attitude of anticipation. Attitude mm-hmm. of anticipation. Ano ba yung attitude of anticipation? Attitude of anticipation to me is I visualize yeah. different scenarios. Okay? Why? Why do you have to do that? Because tayo mga tao, we get depressed, upset, and mad if yung expectation natin, hindi natin nakuha. Right. But if we set our minds with different expectation, okay, okay, the impact of that is not really hard for us. Got it. And that's true. Because again, at the end of the day, you're going to be able to adapt because you've already played it out in your mind that, ah, okay, I've seen this coming. This is the worst case. Because one thing you can also not do as an entrepreneur, of course, you have to be optimistic. But you have to be, in a way, realistic that, you know, shit can hit the pan and things can be totally 180 degrees from what you thought. And you need to be prepared for that scenario as well. Because if you only hope for the best and not expect the worst, then when that thing happens it can literally be the end of your business and everything you've built prior to that, right? That's so it's true. really, 
really, really tough. But I'll talk about one thing that I'm very, very passionate about. And this is very personal. How did you change your leadership style, George, over the years? Because you said it earlier, potato corner, you're still a young in, young, young, 20-something, headstrong male. There's some ego involved, and I know that too, right? I've, I've been in the game. I'm in, the, in my mid-30s. But the guy that I knew from before, my early mid-20s, totally different guy now, right? There's still things that apply that will never change, but the way I analyze and the way I make decision-making, it's a totally different guy. Like, oh my God, I was such an idiot before. And, and the way I led my team is totally different. How did you develop and what things change with the way you led your team? Considering that you had partners before and now you're, you have your sons working with you. Did, did, did that evolve or was, what are the things that stayed the same? First thing is that, uh, again, Ron, I'm not a pastor, I'm not a priest. Um, I think the difference now is not discovering that Jesus is with you. Yeah. Making Jesus your cornerstone, you know, yeah. uh, asking him for guidance, um, asking for signs if you're doing the right move. Nagmelo eh, nagmelo. Because there's also God fear, God fear in God. So dati kasi wala, it's all you. It's all me, me, me. So selfish. So you become a tough leader, a ruthless leader. Uh, you forget about morality already. Mm-hmm. Okay? Or moral thing. So ngayon kasi, there's a different thing. Yeah. Uh, tama ba to? Is it accordance to God? Nakakasakit ba ng tao to? Mm-hmm. Nakaka, nakakaisa ba ng tao to? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, doon nakaangkla yung leadership. And that was yeah, the right. change. And that was the change. I'm pretty much sure people who will hear me, who knows me, magugulat sila, pero hindi ka naman ganyan dati. Yes. So I think, you know, guys, at age 54, you should mellow already. Because, you know, swerte ka na if you live 55, 60. Okay? That's a bonus already. Yeah. You know, you know all my batchmates, they're all dying. You know? <laughs> oh, no. So you, yeah. you have to, you have to be a leader that, uh, that you have to be a leader na may, may kasamang legacy elder. Of course. Right. And so, you leave an indelible mark. Eh? Uh, sorry, go ahead. I think, Ron, yun yun eh. That's the, that's the biggest change. Okay. And I think also, being a leader also is really not scaring your people to respect you. It's showing them. I always tell people, I am not a rider, I'm a doer. Right. Uh, they need to see you doing things for them. Yeah. Ayoko na, hindi rin ako armchair leader. Okay. So, let's do this. Okay. Let's discuss the mistake and learn from the mistake. Mm. And then, let's create a resolution together. Ganun, that is the my style of leadership. Got it. And that, that's showing, not telling. Because at the end of the day, especially in the in a world now, right, where this new generation has different, you know, aspirations, different ways of upbringing, you have to adapt that leadership style 
where back then if you use the you know the iron fist approach that can probably come in because kids are raised differently they're probably raised being whipped by a belt or by a walis now it's totally different right and in order for you to reach the sex that success that you want to do you have to adapt your leadership style also with your personnel because you're you know it's totally different these are digital natives and whatnot but you all um if you you stay constant in your leadership style without adapting things. There, there are always going to be things that are going to stay there forever, right? Like, for example, how you can be how how you became a visionary that will always be there, right? How you be, become a great motivator, but the rest should be fluid, not rigid in terms of what it is. Okay, last few questions before we take our last break. Let's talk about the core of what made. Uh, Tokyo Tempura scale, especially as a franchise, because you didn't go for, again, you're, you, it's not Chamba. You did it three times now. But what helped you build a, a, a great franchise that people can invest in? I just want to know the specifics of what makes a good franchise, especially in the realm of Tokyo Tempura. Okay. Um, for Tokyo Tempura, um, I think one of the key factor is my track record yep. as, as a creator. Yep. Uh, they look forward or what's new with you. Okay. Because of, of, because of the order, uh, full time, Maxi Mango. Um, the other one is the experience. Yep. The experience that I have. Um, simply, if you want to franchise a business model, you may want to also to investigate the founder. Is he really into it? You know, mm-hmm. being into franchising for almost 38 years. So I, I think same about the concept of George. Right. And uh, my secret to make it, to expand it rapidly was uh, I control my grid. I call it control grid. Okay. okay? Controlling natin yung kasupangan natin. <laughs> so, what I did in the early stage of Toka Tempura is I gave out franchise to friends without franchise fee. What? Yes, I what? did that. Are you you want a business, just pay for the cart and the equipment. Oh my gosh. So, that was the, that was the, that was the secret. It's like Nike shoes, remember? Right. They don't have money. They don't have money for ads. They don't have money for endorsers. What they did is they gave the shoes to all the athletes for free. Okay. And let them promote. Okay. So my friends and relatives who wanted a franchise pocketatura became my influencer, my ambassador. And at the same time, distribution they help, oh, and they help us build the brand. Amazing. So when when we were fifteen free franchise, okay, people started holding an office, and that was the time we offered a franchise that has a franchise fee. Wow. Okay. And Ron, tell you in two thousand twenty one. Okay. Okay. Two thousand twenty one last year. We did offer also no franchise fee for all the displaced employees, workers in the Philippines. 
and we were wow. able to open 30 okay no franchise we call it recovery franchise in 2021 what yes how crazy 2020 wow. some of our outlets were closed so i need a strategy to reopen it it's amazing. Okay. So, mamigay ka. Mamigay ka ng franchise. Go, go, go. Bigay mo. Straight. All right. Now, let's take our last break. And when we come back, let's talk about, again, you, the, the pandemic, her, uh, you know, hurt us all. And I want to find out how you made it through the rain. And again, uh, eventually, Brenda, come up uh, to bounce back. But let's talk about that more after the break. Hey, Hustlers, it's time to talk business once again, and we're excited to share a bit more info about our sponsors, Sprout Solutions. And again, just like what I said at the start of the episode, you should check out Sprout's Payroll Starter as you grow your own startup. Because this bundle that they have is literally what you need to take your startup to the next level as you grow your employees. And this bundle is your key to freedom, including payroll outsourcing to experts, a subscription to timekeeping and attendance software, and government compliance services. Sprout's Payroll Starter has you covered for payroll, BIR, SSS, and taxes. All the stuff that no founder loves to do. So let Sprout handle the busy work and say goodbye to lines and tax payment stress. All this for as low as 5,000 pesos. Again, that's just 5,000 pesos all in for your payroll and HR needs. So visit sprout.eh payroll-starter-monthly-5k or again, just click the link in the description box of this episode to elevate your business management game. And again, big thank you to Sprout Solutions for liberating your time for what truly matters. Hey, Hustlers, wish there was an easy way to open a bank account and grow your money without the hassle of lengthy application process and income documents? Well, I got good news because today's sponsor, Uno Digital Bank, is here to help you achieve your financial goals. You can easily open an account with the Uno app in just five minutes and one valid ID. And as one of the six digital banks licensed by the Banco Central ng Filipinas, the company is committed to providing customers with simpler, better, and more accessible banking. Last year, Uno Bank was recognized by the Asia Banking and Finance Awards and bagged the title Open Banking Initiative of the Year due to the success of its partnership with Gcash, one of the Philippines' leading mobile wallet platforms. And with the Uno mobile app, you can access an hashtag UnoReady savings account and enjoy daily interest crediting. With their hashtag UnoEarn or hashtag UnoBoost time deposit accounts, you can enjoy a high interest rate of up to 6.5% per annum. Enjoy monthly payouts with hashtag UnoEarn and flexible tenors with hashtag UnoBoost. Other app features include pay bills, the Uno Virtual Debit MasterCard, life insurance, scan and pay with QRPH, and phones. And the one thing that I really love about Uno Digital Bank is they're open to collaborate with a lot of Filipino startups. I've had a chance to see the partnerships that they've had lined up with the startups that they have, and it's truly exciting to see how a digital bank like Uno can enable startups to unlock the power of fintech through digital banking. So if you're ready to elevate your banking experience, download the Uno mobile app today from the Google Play Store or App Store. Or if you want to collaborate with them, I'll be happy to give you an intro. Just shoot us an email at hello at huffleshare.com. Hey, Hustlers, I hope you're having a great 2024 so far. As you know, a lot of startups had a very challenging 2023, and hopefully things are going to do better this year for a lot of us. 
not just because it's the year of the dragon, but also because our sponsor Dragon Pay is here to help your startups process payments in the most efficient way. Established in 2010, Dragon Pay empowers businesses of all sizes to accept and disperse payments through secure and convenient channels, giving your customers the flexibility to choose the payment method that suits them best. With over 85 partner channels, 35,000 partner branches nationwide, including QRPH, e-wallets, crypto, buy now, pay later, and many more. They also process an astonishing 15 million transactions processed globally each month. Dragon Pay is your trusted choice for online payments. And here's something to show you how legit Dragon Pay is. Dragon Pay was named FinTech of the Year at last year's Philippine FinTech Festival in 2020. So let's make 2024 extra prosperous for you and your startup in this year of the Dragon. For more details, head on over to dragonpay.ph. That's dragonpay.ph. Trust the pioneer. Trust DragonPay. And we're back from a break. We are still with George Vinicky, who then told us an amazing story of how they were able to create uh, Tokyo Tempura and scale. But again, there's an elephant in the room because we're still on the tail end now of the pandemic. But again, if you had displaced employees, you had free franchises given away. But I'm pretty sure that's not the only thing that made you stay afloat. There's a secret sauce. Was there a secret sauce or were there certain things that really helped you stay afloat? Because a lot of companies went belly up. And it's a sad thing because a lot of, I'm a foodie. I love eating, right? Um, a lot of the, the, the restaurants that I like, it's either closed out or really lost a lot of their thing. And especially in F&B, it's hard. For you guys, what are the things that help you stay afloat? Well, we, March 2000, 2020, mm. we got the news uh-huh. that uh, the whole Philippines will go on a lockdown. Yep. We don't even know the, meaning, the true meaning of lockdown at that time. Yeah. We were all in the state of shock. Right. Some are crying. Some are in denial. Yeah. Some are drinking every night. <laughs> Some does not want to get out of their rooms. And they're all scared. Mm. They're all scared. Actually, I'm not, uh, I'm not accepted in that situation. Yeah. But one thing we did was to stay calm. Mm. To stay calm and to be silent for a while. Mm. Because you need to remove all the fearful thoughts in your mind. Yeah. Ron, how can you think if there's a lot of thoughts in your mind? Yeah. Na to, wala ko ng tao ko, oh my right. God, all my savings. How can you conceptualize if go a survival plan mm-hmm. if your minds if your mind are clogged? So first thing I did was to, to stay silent. It also it sets also it said also in the Bible, okay, Job, you know, you have to be you have to stay calm and stay still. Okay. Mm. Remove unwanted, unnecessarily thoughts in your mind. Mm. After doing that, if your mind is already okay, you had we had to do reconfiguration. Mm. So I I had to reconfigure myself. Okay. It's a different George now. You're not the mascot anymore. You're not the big boss anymore. 
you yep. now become a soldier again. You wow. must adapt your startup mindset again. Yep. What is our startup mindset? Our startup mindset is everything will be tough, everything will be a challenge, and make sure and be ready to face mistakes and failures. Right. And quickly recover from this. So be silent, reconfigure yourself, mm-hmm. and reconfigure your company. Of course. Okay? By reconfiguring your team, look at their strong points. Mm-hmm. Okay. Look at their strong points. Okay. Um, their strong points, their core talent, rediscover your employees and assign them to the new task that you're thinking. Yeah. After reconfiguring your team, you reconfigure your product. Right. So what we did, okay, was to create an online selling of our raw material. We were the first one to introduce that do-it-yourself Tokyo Tempura kit. We were selling it at 900 pesos with 100 pieces of of a shrimp with the butter mix and everything. Okay? And as we reconfigure the concept of selling it online, it became a, a tool for celebration. Wow. Because during the pandemic, you cannot celebrate birthdays, anniversaries. Yeah. And you need an activity to bond to ban with your family. Right. The Tokyo Tempura on uh, the Tokyo Tempura Do It Yourself became a tool of celebration and bonding. They contest pa sila, magandang Tokyo Tempura, etc. <laughs> became a centerpiece of their celebration in their houses. Yep. And then of course, other companies started copying the system. You know, McDonald's started selling also frozen patties, Jollibee's, yep. frozen patties. So, Paper Corner started selling also. So, yes. this is the secret formula we did. Okay? Be silent. Remove unnecessary parts in your mind. Reconfigure yourself. Reconfigure your people. Reconfigure your, your product. Huh? And, you know, move, move forward already. Right. But is there any tool that you use that help you also become online because again this is one of what when a lot of the companies that when the lockdowns happened got flat-footed because they weren't they didn't have the infra to go online right away right and that's the only way back then was there anything that you guys used to really help you bridge that gap very quickly because you had the you had the products but how are you going to sell if you're not online Actually, it's really part of our reconfiguring the company. Part of the strategy is to go online. Mm. And one of the big factor or biggest important tool that we use is our connectivity to our customer. Nice. That was our lifeline. That was our life best because, because connectivity gave us cash flow. When we did launch on the first days of our do, uh, do-it-yourself Tokyo Tempura kits, we were able to make 35,000 sales on the first day. What? Um, wow. So I owe it to 
our connectivity. Kasabihin ko na, kolong brand yun. Of course! PLD, uh, PLDT ka-asenso. Okay? And, you know, my commissary is really powered by PLDT ka-asenso since 12 years ago. Uh, since 12 years ago. So, swerte. Swerte lang kami that we have that. And then, Ron, um, as a backup for my people, since everybody was working from their own houses, I had to invest also some connectivity equipment to them so that we will we will stay together as we as we survive the pandemic at that time so it's really it's really connectivity yeah and especially in this day and age where you know it's not really going to go back to fully what it was pre-pandemic it's a hybrid environment that that connectivity is still going to be very very essential in really getting rich because again you know how the pandemic boosted all these uh, ordering behaviors. That's now, you know, people don't, if people are hungry, they go to their favorite app, they order, they download, and they, they get things done. And of course, if your store is not empowered with that, then it's going to be hella hard for you to do chat gap. That's uh, true. Actually, Ron, to add to that, no? before the pandemic, connectivity to us is just an entertainment thing. <laughs> Uh, if you're going to look at it and analyze it before the yeah. pandemic, you only be connected to check your email and yeah. to browse Facebook. Right. Uh, during the pandemic, it became... TikTok. Reverse it. 80% oh, right. now is business. Yes. You know, 20%, uh, 30% or 20, uh, 20% is entertainment. Of course. That's amazing. All right. Uh, let me ask you a couple of advice before we let you go. Because again, we went a little over time. But... At this uh, day and age now, uh, George, I want to understand, you've done it three times. And I remember watching one of your videos that success, you said, is relative. Right? Some people have very, di- very different definitions of success. And I'm pretty sure a lot of what you wanted in life, you've pretty much gotten it already. But how do you still stay motivated at this day and age at 54, given all the accolades, the awards, the achievements that you've gotten, how do you still keep pressing on and have your pedal to the metal? Well, Ron, I think it's staying focused on your life mission and your purpose. Mm. I think that drives me to to stay motivated. Ron, when God gave me a second chance to have a company, Pocket Tempura, I promise him that I will, I will repay him by doing um, mentoring, by doing um, coaching, by sharing all the wisdom that I have. Ron, I, I have no degree in Harvard. Yep. I have no degree in Harvard. I did not take up masters in aid. But all the failures and the success that I have in my third seven years. I always share it with them. Yeah. Uh, and at the same time, Ron, alam mo ba, Ron, meron ako Kali Negosyo. Kali Negosyo, it's a, it's a, it's a private uh, movement or company that teaches entrepreneurship who wants to learn entrepreneurship. No? And this is free. <clears throat> and this is, it runs for six months. And this is my purpose. My purpose is really to build more entrepreneurs in this country and to guide them. 
and to lend them the roadmap. The map that I will lend to them may not be a successful map for them because mm-hmm. you know the terrain changes, no? yeah. but at least it gives them the heads up, okay, and make them prepare on their journey. Absolutely amazing. Now, a couple more last last two questions. Um, you now have heirs, right? And again, I'm pretty sure a lot of what you that motivates you is paying it forward. And your teammates are your beloved children, right? Um, in, in getting this done. But how do you groom them, especially in 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 business where you know where heirs and you then you, the second generation comes in? They have a different point of view, of, of course. They've seen you hustle. They've seen you go from zero to one. They're coming from one to 10, 10 to 10 to 100. But how do you make that dynamic work? It's considering that eventually we, we know that they're going to be taking over the empire that you built. Well, by showing them good example, how you treat your people, you know, how you run the business, you know, being there in ground zero, I think that's a good um, example to them. Got it. Um, but they have to go. Of course, hindi naman madali yun when they started joining me. You know, no. I can hear some complaint from my eldest. They don't listen to me. They don't <laughs> respect me that. Okay. Yeah. But I always tell them, in order for them to respect you, is you have to build first a reputation na kay parang ikaw sila. You have to make your hands dirty. You must go to the battlefield, okay, for them to respect you. I think that's very basic enough. All the things that you, you will learn from here is easy already. The right. first thing that you have to do is to have all the respect. Okay? Do not, okay, do not show them that you're the son of the founder. Yep, you're not the show CEO. Them, oh, they're not the CEO. Oh, okay. Show them that you are a fellow employee like them. Got it. That's amazing. But how do you start letting them also put in their own creativity? Because dad's creative, I'm pretty sure that that passes on, right? And how do you not prevent them from you know being scared? Just again, some some I've seen examples where there's a ceiling lang of what they can do. How do you make that dynamic work? That they also get to put their imprint on the business once they've already earned the respect of the people. Well, the, the, the benefit and the privilege of uh, owning your company is that you can experiment. Yes. So I allow them to experiment. Yes. And when they fail, I tell them to learn from their failures. Right. So experiment, experiment. I think for me, it's the best way to test a plan. An experiment will remain as a plan if you don't implement them. Oh, you know, Ron, I hate, sorry, I hate square people. Mm-hmm. What is a square person? Uh, square person is analyze, always analyzing things. You know, Analysis paralysis. paralysis, yes. Oh, and daming validation, etc. The <laughs> real validation is when you experiment that. Then right. the real learning is when you launch that. You know, yep. 
So, ako, I, I, tend to, I tend, if you have an idea, support your idea, fund your idea, and then implement your idea, finish your idea. If it fails, learn from it. Okay. And don't be, don't be afraid to launch another experiment. Exactly. Oh, because you will never know okay, the outcome of something if you don't launch it. The real aspect of a good concept, of a good project, is the actual implementation. Right. You know, a lot of people are congratulating me with my new concept, Chicken George. Mm. Yay, congratulations! Another mm. winner, you know, winning concept. <laughs> so thank you so much for the confidence. Pero yeah. hindi pa. This is just the start of the journey. Okay, the first victory in launching a business is making your business into reality. Now, the second, okay, the second fight now, or the challenge, is making it upload. Ito na yung yep. frustration. When frustration will come in, <laughs> the, the hard part, market, etc. The hard part. Hmm. I always tell them, don't be afraid to try things. Hmm. That's amazing. All right, last question. And I only ask this question for special guests like you. George, if I lent you the whole hustle share time machine again and talk to yourself when you were just about to talk to your, um, before you even talk to the, the guy that, that allowed you to understand the flavored popcorn concept, what would be your advice to ad agency, George, who are struggling, you know, who, who is trying to go to the fire exit? To, to you know, uh, you know, ditch some of the the things because again, uh, times were hard. What would be your advice to yourself, knowing what you know now? European Ron. <laughs> it's okay. We can we have time, but again, we just well, my advice prior to potato corner is pursue your dream. You have to see clearly your dream. Okay, your plans, and you have to believe in yourself. Okay, and then at the same time, you have to act on it. If I'm going to go back to pre-potato corner, yes, I'm having a hard time. Yes, it's painful what I'm experiencing now. But hey, I have a dream. My dream is to be an entrepreneur. My dream is to put up a business. And at the time, okay, my, my dream is not so clear. Okay, that's why I made you a delay. So my, my advice is really, you must see your dream clearly. Number two, and you must believe in yourself that you can achieve your dream. And you must act on it. Okay, because after the shooting, <coughs> after the shooting, after meeting, the, friend, the, the popcorn guy, I did not stop anymore in pursuing my dream. I acted on it. I research how to do it. So, Ron, my, my advice is you must see your dream clearly, you must believe in yourself, and you must act on it in order for you to achieve it. That is amazing! That's such a great Again, that's what we do here in Hustleshare. But again, thanks so much for having such an amazing episode. But again, before I let you go, George, if people want to franchise or want to work with you in whatever private concept, where do they go and how do they do that? Okay, um, 
just just PM us with us a private message in our Facebook. Talk to Tempura on our Facebook. And uh, we will reply to you immediately. If you want a franchise, yes, we are open. Um, we have available space. Just give us a give us a PM, and we will offer you a space. That is amazing. Again, George, thank you very much. But before I let you go, follow us on whatever podcast app you're listening to, whether it's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or any type of podcast that you listen to or podcast. And if you see a five star rating, give us a five star. Just like what 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 the. Guys, look for because so that we can keep doing great content like this. And again, if we did say some jargon, it's going to be the show notes on hustleshare.com. And lastly, if you want to be part of our community, it's going to be hustleshare community on Facebook. Again, George, thank you very much. Thank you so much, Ron. Nice meeting you. I hope we can share. connect and uh, collaborate with some of our projects. Um, over tempura, for sure. I will eat sure. a lot of your food. All right. And again, Please, George. PM uh, me your address. Okay. And, uh, yeah. Send you to today for lunch. Kaya pa. Okay, game. Thank oh. you so much. And oh. again, I need your address, huh? Okay, okay, I will PM you very soon, right after this on LinkedIn. Okay, All right. I'll see you guys in the next episode. Peace.